Maybe we were trying to be the eight seed or the nine seed. Uh. But the big time storylines. They can't hear you. Big yeah, time yeah. storylines. On the podcast, they can't. Oh, yeah. And they listen to on Spotify. They listen to the Rebels of Sports Talk. From Amanda Producer Jared and me, we doing it. If you ain't checking us out on YouTube, I'm glad y'all listening. Welcome back. Welcome back. Part 2, 164 with the GOAT Brandon and with at Fatboy Fat Fadeaway co-host Darren, my man, all the way in Cali doing things. What's up, fellas? Because we're going to get into some NBA round ball talk. Had to keep the Steph jersey on for my man Darren. Um, even though we fighting for their spot, but we ain't going to get it. But we don't care because me and Brandon are Laker fans, and we like to see the demise of LeBron James. <laughs> we like to see it. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for tuning in on YouTube. Listen on Spotify. Check out our Facebook page, at Realism Pod on Twitter, and at Realism Sports Talk on TikTok. Um, oh, I love the Black Mamba and all the love for my mama. Because on Realism Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers to the local talent. To the big time storylines. And the big time storylines we're talking about tonight, right now, is NBA playoffs. Season ends in two days, day and a half. It depends on what time you're looking at. The Warriors look like they're going to steal our spot. The Mavs then gave up everything for their draft picks. And who's really going to win the West? We got questions, guys. We got questions, questions, questions. So, how y'all doing? Y'all ready? Y'all ready to get into this right now? I'm ready. So, we're going to start with the easy side. We're going to start with the easy side, okay? The easy side, in my opinion, is the East. So, we look at the East, the top three seeds, the Bucks, Celtics, and 76ers. I feel like those are the top three teams. I don't know if it really matters about anybody else. So, Brandon, since you are the GOAT and you be coming up with different strategies and different things... Is there another team four through ten since we're counting the play in that might be able to pull off an upset? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it's anyone, it's the Heat. And why is that? I think they have a great head coach. That don't get no love for one. Um, Butler's a dog. Come playoff time, they got some talent and. I don't know who they did something to last night, but they put it on somebody. They beat the 76ers because the 76ers didn't want to play. They already locked into the three seed, so don't give them that much credit for that. So why'd they have their starters out there? I mean, you know. I mean, because they don't want to look like the Dallas Mavericks and now have the commissioner looking at them like steal steal some draft picks from them. (laughs) I think they could beat the Sixers. Well, we'll get to that, man. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, but I think that's probably the only other one. The Heat are the only team. What about you? What about you, Darren? He said the Heat out of the from four, which is the Cavs, Knicks, Nets, Heat. Is there any team that scares the top three? Brandon said the Heat. What's your What's your thoughts? I'm gonna be honest. The Heat were my first initial thoughts for a lot of the same reasons he said as well. Obviously, Bam being defensive player of the year candidate as well. The experience they all they were what one three point shot away from making the NBA Finals last year. Yeah, I mean, and no team wants to play them because they're gonna wear them down yep. come the yep. come later in the playoffs as well. If I'm gonna pick another team, it's gonna be the Cavs. Yes, I feel like. 
uh, Mitchell and Garland, that backcourt there with Mobley rotating in there, him getting experience. Uh, you know, the Knicks kind of maybe are the sexy pick in that regard, but I, I think the Cavs would be the team that would really could really get somebody like could make it kind of like the Mavericks did last year to the to the finals in their conference. I can see the Cavs doing something like that this year. Yo, and I like both both of y'all's answers are my one and two choices. You know, that's great minds thinking like I think for all the reasons that y'all all said. So since you said the Cavs, if the playoffs started the way they are going into the second round, would you would you I mean in the first round, would you take the Cavs to beat the Knicks there? Yeah, I would. Cavs to beat I, the Knicks I, in the front. I, I would. I I don't trust. Okay, so we got, you look at it like the you got Brunson and then you got Randall and then you got probably what like Barrett. I guess is the next guy. Like does probably, Barrett suck? Does Barrett suck, Darren? I, I, yeah. Hold on. No, 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 Brandon. No, Brandon. No, Darren. How do you feel about Barrett, Darren? Darren? <laughs> I would say Barrett is as inconsistent. Remember my love hate. You remember my love hate with the Warriors? He's probably a Knicks love hate guy. I love this guy. That son of a can't play at all. Like that's what it, that's what I can see happening with the Knicks with that guy all the time. But I'm saying with the Cavs, I like Mitchell more than anybody else on the Maverick or on the Knicks. Excuse me. And that that would be ultimately what I would go to. And I like Garland. I, I really do. Should have been our player. The only reason why I had to put Brandon on the spot because me and Brandon have always debated. And like I said, Brandon be knowing his shit. Me and Brandon have always argued about Barrett. He thinks Barrett is so much better than what I will ever give him credit for. Ever. He has potential. I mean, yeah, he has exactly. potential, but I mean, but to be an, a three on a championship winning team, I don't think it's possible for yep. him to be a three. That's my at problem. all. I don't think Randall could be a one or a two for a championship team either. Hey, Randall's but, good. Randall could be a two for sure. You think Randall could be a two? On that team? He's better. Randall put up sixty points though, like this year, man. Randall can ball, man. He should still be with us. Um, I like Randall. That'd be an interesting series, though, Brandon. It's going to be a good series. I don't know who I pick. Would I'm you take the Knicks, Brandon? It's a tough one to call, man. It's a tough one to call. Um, I don't like the Knicks coach. I really don't. I think he makes a lot of You don't like you don't like him? No, I think it's a lot of the problem that holds some players back, man. You don't like but Tommy? No, I don't. Let I, me ask you a question, uh, Brandon. Let me ask you a question. Because I, we talked Because Darren talked about the youth of Cleveland, right? Yeah, I just think they're a year away. And a year away, okay. So I'm gonna ask you a question. For the next three years, who has the better potential future? The Cavs with their youth now or the Knicks with their team with the opportunity with all them draft picks they got and enough money to be able to sign somebody later on, which we'll talk about later on in the show. Who has a better window of opportunity between those two teams? Uh, That's close, man, but I don't know how much money they got and picks they got. They got a bunch of picks. I'm going to have to go with the Knicks, man. The Knicks. You agree? You agree, Darren? They never win, but, you know. I think it's the Cavs, and I think it's the Cavs by a lot. Wow! Why is that? I mean, they have have Mitchell. I mean, the Knicks They have the talent now. The Knicks wanted to get in the year before. They have Okoro that they built up before. They have Allen, who's a solid center. Yeah. They have Mobley, who could be a generational power forward. That's true. I don't know. I think, they, I think they're in much better shape than the, the Knicks. Can Brunson continue this run? That's the, that's the thing with the Knicks for me. I just 
I don't know. I don't know if I trust Brunson and Randall. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe they will, but those, that's kind of what they I'm won't. thinking at this point. I proved me wrong this year because I didn't think he was anything. No, I, and, I, and that's fair. I'm just thinking playoffs yeah. where Mitchell's been damn good with the Jazz before. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and that's where my – I would lay my money on that more so, and maybe I'll be proven wrong long term, but I go Cavs. And, and you know what? Then go either way. Yeah. You know what? You almost made me change my pick there. You almost did. Almost did. <laughs> But I'll bring up I'll bring it up later on in the show of why I will take the Knicks in this aspect. But you almost had me, Darren. You almost had right, me. But, right. but I think that these two teams, as they're four and five right now, you will see them flip flop in the next two to three years to two and three. I think you're going to see them take over the Seventy Sixers, and we'll see what's going to happen. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to spoil what's going to happen when we talk about it. But I can see them too. Moving up higher than four and five, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Mm. All right. So talking about the top three teams. Okay. We got the Bucks, Celtics, 76ers. We all think that the Bucks is the number one team in the East, right? Do we all? I, I do, yeah. Do you dare? I agree. So I agree. Celtics and 76ers, if all else goes well, they would have to play in the next round to see who goes to the Eastern Conference Championship. The loser of that series. Is their window closed, Brandon? Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> because I think I do. I, I'm going to go ahead and say who's going to lose that series. Man. Who is it? I th- Philly. Philly's going to lose. So the window's going to be closed. I trust James Harden in a playoff game to put up five points. But, um, <laughs> I can't trust Joel Embiid to stay healthy. For a series, okay. Um, and outside of that, they have no one to scare you. I, they got their coach. I I just don't know why he's a head coach. I don't know how he's a head coach. What about you, Darren? Uh, what about you, Darren? Now, since he said Philly, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you pick because you might have picked the Boston to beat Philly too. But let's just say you thought the 76ers would beat Boston. If Boston were to lose to Philly, would their window be closed? I don't. My mom always said I like to play devil's advocate. I think both. I think both teams' windows can't be closed because they both will have at the end of the day. Let's just worst case scenario for the Celtics. Jalen Brown moves on. Okay. They still have a top ten player in the NBA. Worst case scenario for the Sixers. They'll still have a top ten player in the NBA. I cannot say their windows closed. So that's okay. to be where it lies. Right there. Okay. So maybe I shouldn't have said window closed. Maybe I should have said. Not mentioned as the top three because if you look at it, if you look at the odds between the East and the West, Bucks, Celtics, Seventy Sixers. If any of those were in the West, they would probably be favored over probably all of them, maybe yeah. or at least or at least right there at the top of fav- being favored. I agree. So maybe I, I shouldn't agree. say window closed, but like we talked about, the youth of the Cavs in another year away. This is their best opportunity. Right. To get a ring. So let's say the 76ers lose Harden. Let's say the Celtics, if they lost, they lost Jalen Brown. And the Cavs, with their youth, get another year. The Knicks, which I'm going to talk about because they're going to have money to get another star player. And they have picks that can enhance all kinds of things. That's what I mean by the window closing. Because other teams you. are going to leapfrog them. Because we're not even talking about 4 through 10. We're saying 4 through 10. Y'all have no shot to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. 
if the yeah. loser of that game, they're going to lose some kind of star power. They're going to be one of those ones looking in. And that's what I mean by that. I, I would think in that case, it means more for the Sixers. I think in that case, like where they have Doc Rivers, who probably has this might be his last year, maybe mm. next year at most. <laughs> Uh, and a lot of people critique him. Obviously, a lot of people feel a lot of ways about him. So I'd say, I'd say, if that's the case, I'd say the Sixers by far have the most pressure on their case because of Harden there as well, and their roster as good as uh, I can't think of the point guard at the time right now off the top of my head. Maxi, uh, that's shown, yeah, who showed some signs this year um, to go along with Embiid. I would think they would have more pressure than uh, than the Celtics, who at least made the NBA Finals last year. All right, so staying in the East. I want to know who y'all think is the biggest underachieving team in the East. Go ahead, Brandon. Who was the biggest underachievers for the Eastern Conference this year? In my, in my opinion, it's the um, Chicago Bulls. Oh, Chicago Bulls. Why is that? I mean, I just think I, I had high expectations. They got some talent on that squad, and I don't explain how they're a 10. Right. With the talent they have. Um, I guess I could have said the Hawks. They had some expectations. They looked all right last year, but I'm not huge on Trey Young and Murray. I don't think they're that great. So. Yeah. I, I like the Bulls. I like the Bulls. Because I remember last year on the show, I was arguing about the Bulls, saying when, when uh, Lonzo was healthy, they might have been the best team in the East. You know what I mean? What about you, Darren? Yeah. Under a read my mind there with both those teams there. So if I'm going to be different, because I was thinking after he said the Bulls, I was thinking the Hawks for sure there. The other team that, like, I just want to say, because they signed the guy to be the best player is Brandon Beal. I'd say the Wizards always underperform. They're at their usual spot, number 11 there, just out of the playoffs. Yeah. So and they got I, a lot I got to throw the Wizards in there as well. Guys. They got the talent. Guys, they got guys, the guys. This is why I'm the host of the show. Because y'all are missing the boat. Y'all are missing the boat. The biggest underachiever in the East this year is the freaking Nets. The Nets were supposed to win. At the beginning of the year, the Nets. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, the Nets. The Nets are the biggest underachievers. They might be the biggest underachiever in team sports for the three to four years that they were together. That's a catastrophe. That's a catastrophe. When you have all that talent on there and you don't get nothing but one playoff series win. One! Playoff series win. And ownership. I think it's crazy. But on, on the flip side, on the flip side, who is the ultimate overachievers in the East? Go ahead, Darren. The overachieving team. A team that you never thought was going to be where they are right now. <laughs> Can I say the Nets? Can I say the Nets? <laughs> Yeah, are they overachieving right now, though? Yeah, they I are. They, I didn't think they'd be. I didn't think after they made all those trades, they'd still. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, if we went for the season, I'd say the Knicks for sure. Right? You didn't I, think I, the Knicks would be good? You didn't think the Knicks would be good? Maybe it's because of the West Coast bias out here, gentlemen. I don't know what it is. Or I maybe because they got midget. Or because they got midget Brunson and 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 Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. Uh, Zach Randolph Jr. Julius yeah, I mean, Randolph. Randolph wasn't good the year before. He wasn't good the year before. So like, there was that part of it. Brunson was obviously amazing in the playoffs for the Mavericks. But 
I don't know. Like that would be my team. I honestly, it's the Nets. Seriously, after I never thought about the Nets. I didn't think they were going to be in the playing game. I didn't think they were. I I never thought about the Nets. That's a good one. Go ahead, Brandon. Who's yours? (laughs) The overachieving team. The Nets. The Nets is overachieving. The Nets also. Okay. Damn. Mine was the Cleveland Cavaliers. I never thought they would be number four in the East. I never thought they would be above. I never thought they'd be above the Knicks or the Heat or the Hawks or the Bill uh, Bills the Bulls. I never thought Cleveland would be even even after they got Donovan Mitchell. I never thought that they would still be that high. You know what I mean? So that's cool. That's cool to see. All right, let's get to the West now. This is the this is the bread and butter right here. The the West, which is nuts, because. Just because the Nuggets are one, Grizzlies are two, Kings are three, Suns are four, Clippers, Warriors, and then the play-in people are the Lakers, Pelicans, Wolves, and Thunder. So, I can't do top three and who else is contend. Give me a reason why the Warriors, Darren, will make it back to the finals. (laughs) Okay. They can't win on the road. Lie the best you can right here. All right, Wiggins gets back. He's at his best. That, that's the key, right? They get Wiggins back. They have now DiVincenzo, who's a good guard. They have Peyton that they can throw at you at the wing position. They have Looney, who has played every game this year. He's been consistently good. Yeah. And then, of course, they have the best three-point shooter in the history of the game, Curry. Draymond, yeah. Green, Draymond Green, who can be a who can be an absolute menace on the defense end and get a, get away with anything he wants to. Love, with, hate, with love, the, hate. With, 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 yeah, yeah, definite love-hate relationship with him. <laughs> You got Clay Thompson, and then you have the ultimate, I, the ultimate like kind of. When I say game changer, I just mean when he's on Jordan Pool. You know, if he's get, if he's love hate, exactly the biggest love hate. If you watched my last podcast, I did. So the but the the worry with me is Wiggins. You know, I like believe in playing the first round. So like that's if I'm being critical, that's my thing. Like, can he even be ready for that? All right, so I'll, I'll rebuttal that. I remember when Wiggins got hurt last time. And it took him a little while to get warm back into this. He ain't hurt this time. The only thing that got hurt was his ego and his heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nothing worse than a. They said ain't nothing worse than a woman scoring. Ain't nothing worse than a man being scorned. Like, is that my kid? Is that not my kid? Did you sleep with my wife? I don't know what's going on. Wiggins might come out there on a terror because Wiggins, Gary Payton the second, they were integral parts of what <laughs> helped the Warriors win. Curry's gonna Absolutely. be Curry. Curry's gonna be Curry. You know what I'm saying? Clay's yeah. gonna be Clay. Jordan Poole's gonna do what he needs to do at the bench. Draymond's gonna do what he needs to do. Kaminga is gonna take the place of like an Otto Porter type, doing those dirty type things, whatever. I think, the, in my opinion, I think the Warriors are the scariest team for anybody to play in the playoffs with Wiggins coming back, not off an of injury. He's coming back angry. What do you think, Brandon? Who's who's your scariest team in the West to come out that nobody wants to play? Uh, I can't agree on the Warriors thing. Um, I just can't. But uh, so let me look and see here. That nobody wants to play is the Clippers to me. Really? Without Paul George? Yeah, I know. That sucks. But yeah, still without Paul George. Without Paul George. Yeah, and if I can, he'll be back for the second round, they're saying, if they make it. So Without Paul George? The Kawhi's that good. 
Is he that good? Where the fuck has Kawhi been since the OJ shit when we were following him around everywhere after he won in Toronto? We were doing all this. Oh, there's Kawhi Leonard down there in the white Bronco. There, there's Kawhi Leonard in the bright Bronco. You saw what he did to LeBron the other night. I mean, who's not doing that to LeBron? I mean, you saw what Westbrook's doing ever since I mean, he got there. But, but I mean, but... They actually have a decent coach. I think they're a dangerous first-round team for a lot of people. And they're going to be what number? They're going to be They're going to be five? I don't know who they're going to play. Well, never they would have to play the Suns in the first round. Oh, never mind. Okay, never then. Mind. Cancel them motherfuckers. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, get your ass back to Toronto and try to do something. Because you All ain't right, beating the Suns. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it. A team, if they get a play-in. There's a play-in team. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Timberwolves. Yes, Brandon. There you go, Brandon. You want to know why, Brandon? Because if the Timberwolves get in, they'll be the eighth seed. And they will beat the Nuggets in the first round with a healthy healthy pussycat. Because I don't think he's that dope. But he's a skillful (laughs) player. He's a skillful player to go with Rudy Gobert and that bad man, Anthony Edwards. The Timberwolves will beat the Nuggets in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, yes! Nobody thinks I that like can happen? Call, I like the call. I like that. I like that. To me, that's a good That's a good bet. They got the two centers. They got Come on! Go against them. Against Jokic, they got multiple guys throwing at them. I got you. Denver doesn't have that bona fide second star. I'm yes! I'm getting yes! assists right now. Yes! Don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. So here's my question. Well, don't have Zion. So, <laughs> hey, don't have that fat bastard. He's, he's overrated and should have never been drafted like a... Yo, uh, remember... Yo, Darren, I'm going to tell you. I mean, sports, that's what he plays, but... Relism Sports Talk. I called it yeah. on that draft when it was Zion and John Morant. I called yeah. that on the show. Oh, I think a lot of us did. No, no, no. I called it. Y'all, nobody else called that shit. Me. I said oh, no, that draft... John Morant was going to be Kevin Durant, and Zion was going to be Greg Oden. And look what's happening. I don't think it's that bad. Well, okay, it's not that bad, but <laughs> but if John Morant would keep his fucking guns away, he could be the face of the yeah, NBA. Yeah, yeah, put, tuck your gun in your fucking pocket. Put it somewhere else, Gilbert Arenas. Put your guns away, Gilbert Arenas. You're going to be the face of the league, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not I'm just saying. Anyway. That's awesome that you y'all agree with that. So here's my thing. Like we were talking about other teams. The Denver Nuggets. Jokic, who I don't think is going to win his third straight MVP. We'll get to that. But he's had two straight MVPs. Now you're the number one seed. And if you tell me you have a two-time MVP, your team is the number one seed in the West, which is at lower. It's lower, right? We agreed that the top three in the East will probably beat all the West. So they're lower rated. If y'all don't make it to the Western Conference Finals, do you blow it up there? Do you have to blow something up? What's going on? If you're Denver there, yeah, I I think yeah. If you're Denver, I don't think you you have to do something. I mean, you can't run back Aaron Gordon, Murray, no, and and you just can't. That's just not something that's possible. So they would there would definitely have to be something that would have to be done. And it's not going to involve the center. No, <laughs> he's going no. nowhere. So let's make that perfectly clear. He's going to be a lifelong nugget. There's, you know, he'll go. He'll leave at the end of his career. He'll be there forever. So, uh, definitely something will be done. Definitely. So, like other small market teams, like the producer Jarrett with the whack ass San Antonio Spurs, 
<laughs> they don't get they don't get free agents to come there. So if we're saying that we have to blow them up at some fourth or whatever, how do they get rid of? I mean, do we do we get rid of Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon? Do we get rid of these players? Who comes there? Who comes there, Brandon? Who could Denver go after to, to get them over the hump? I think you need someone like a. You're at eleven forty, and don't. Forget I don't think a Michael Porter's the greatest thing, or an Air Gordon. I don't think they're right. great. I think you can keep Murray, but you need like a not a great player, a Demar Derozan type in there. Okay, a Demar Derozan. Bradley, yeah, but he, he, I don't think he, Bradley Beal should have left a long time ago. Damian Lillard yeah. should have left a long time ago. Yeah. All these guys are just being like sons like, of like, like DeMar, their they owners. That they can rely on. They're just being sons. They're being sons. Speaking of sons, Brandy, your son's nose ain't bleeding right now. It's doing good. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, and Darren, yeah, what about your right. oldest son, Darren? How's your oldest son doing? He's doing good, man. Yeah, he, my son Derek. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing him up. We we kind of chatted a little bit before here. Yeah, he's doing good. He's uh, we talked. I, I think when we first met, we were doing that. Uh, we did that fantasy draft with yes. Jason, I believe. Did I won? Thank you. Yes, that's, kind of, that's when we first connected there before the football draft. I believe I did finish higher than you, sir. No, I, I won, dude. <laughs> I won the draft. All right, I got second place. Man. All right, so I got you. I got you. But uh, yeah, my son's doing. My son's doing good. As I told you, they were on the draft that night. Like he, he was diagnosed with leukemia about four years ago. Yeah. Uh, what was it? November fifth is I think the date with two thousand sixteen. So. Uh, obviously, that was a tough date. Got you know, we flew helicopter over to San Francisco Memorial yeah. Hospital. Did all that. Um, yeah, obviously, as a parent, you know, you're, you're not, you're just not sure what's going to happen at that point. Even with like people telling you it's going to be okay, you're like, well, of course they're going to say like, that, you're, right? You're like, you're like, well, I'm on a hot, you're like, well, I'm on a helicopter, so obviously, so <laughs> it's not going to be okay. So yeah, there's like, there's that part of it. That's, there's my sarcasm that always has to go with that stuff as well, and. Uh, but to credit to my son, he, he's just—he's a fighter more so than I can. I mean, he couldn't leave a room for thirty straight days. What? I mean, I would go nuts. You know what I mean? Like having to like not do that and stuff like that. So, uh, but he's doing a lot better now, and he's he's fourth grade now. And uh, so, yeah, I appreciate you asking about him, sir. And so, how how is his condition and everything? He's doing good. Like he just has to get checkups now every six months. I mean, they say was I think you have to be like seven years to be like kind of. Fully in the clear. That's kind of like the number. So what are you saying? It subsided a little bit or what? Say that again? Did you say the cancer subsided a little bit? Yeah, the leukemia went, yeah, like they went away. They get to do the little ring the bell where he doesn't have to do treatments anymore. He got to do that a couple, about a year and a half ago. Yo, I need Eric. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about right there, yo. That's that's what it's all about, Darren. Big ups to you and your son. Yo, he, he a tough one, ain't he? Yes, he is. He's, he's a, a tough one. He's a, he's but you got a good family guy. support system with him, yo. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate you asking about it, man. Like, it's been a journey. And I got to give a lot of credit to my wife if we're going to ask about that. If any if any guy is realistic about it, because a lot of it has to do with their wife. And I, I'm always encouraged when they say like 50, more than 50% of the people that they're, if they go through uh, cancer, they end up divorced. And I'm proud to say me and my wife are still together. What's your and, wife's uh, name? What's your wife's name? Uh, her name's Hannah. Hana. She's from Hawaii. And your son's Hawaii, name is Derek. Right. Yep, Derek. Hana. She's from Hawaii. Yep. yep, yep. Look at you, man. You've been kicked out outside your coverage again. Go ahead, Derek. You're doing <laughs> things, Derek. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Hana and Derek. 
in our thoughts and prayers, congratulations. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. You're the ultimate fighter. You're the real MVP. You know what I'm saying? That's some real stuff right there, man. I yeah. Like that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, Darren. You, you, everything of, I love this guy. We connected instantly. Producer, I'm, I'm serious. I've been on a lot of people's shows, a lot of people's different things, but this guy, Darren, I like this guy, dude. I like this guy. We should have Very likable guy. Good family man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he he feels my pain. He likes the A's. And <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders, you know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, it's not, I always, as a coach, right, it's not the winning that builds character. It's the losing. You hear that, Jerry? That's right. Yo, that's why yo, Darren. Darren, that's what you just said. Yo, because Jarrett was coaching, he was coaching JV high school softball. And I remember yeah. I texted him the other night, or maybe a week ago, and I was like, how'd the game go? You know, whenever he's like, it's not about winning. It's about the character improving and about, you know what I mean? Same thing you think. You know what I'm saying? How long, you coach for how long, Darren? How long did you coach for? <clears throat> Dude, I've been doing it for a long time. So, like, I've, like, I told you, you asked me on the Twitter, like, what's one of your passions? Like, literally coaching. Like, I just wanted to coach. Like, it's just one of my main things. And it's weird. Like, everybody's like, why don't you coach high school? I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like this first junior high, I just feel like it's such a lost art around that, like, trying to get people to continue to play at that level. Yeah. So, I've stuck with it at that level right there. So, that's my... And my claim to fame is I gave up a. I used is I coached Andrew Vaughn in the little league. He plays first base for the White Sox right now. So, what? Uh, I, so I, you I need to get him on the show. Hey, I, I gave up a whole batting practice, home runs to him. So that's my stuff. So that's my <laughs> thing. So it was an honor to be around him a little bit as a young age and his his family there, and they they helped me a lot as a coach at that point there. So. It was fun. Yeah, so that's my passion for sure. That's awesome. That's why before the last, yeah. before the first show, I was talking about the youth wanting to be connected with our show. And I was like, because I coach, I've been coaching my son since he's whatever, all through, my daughter, everything. I love coaching too. But when you get to the high school, yep. it's a whole lot of other things involved, the politics and different things. You know, just like the producer, he's coaching different things. It's it's better when you get that smaller kid that the mind you can help mold that i love it and i know that you're yes. doing big things with yours that's why you're a great dad with your kids and your wife i know we went off topic but i appreciate you being on here and i want people to realize the people that come on this show and the people that we connect with this guy right here is a real man and he does big things so big ups to you Darren. i appreciate you guys having me on tonight it's been an honor i, I hopefully i can have you guys on we're going to be starting up talking the gridiron here in a few in a few weeks, and I know there's a lot of football stuff, and I've listened to your guys' podcast, and you guys do a great job on it. So I'm honored to be on with you guys, and I'll continue to support you and your guys' journey here with it. So thank you again, sir. Appreciate hey, it. Thank you, but we're not done yet. Don't think we're getting you off the off the off the hook yet, because I got I'm some more stuff to get into you with. I know Jackie Yay supposed to be on at midnight, but Jackie might have to wait a little bit because right now it's 11:47 <laughs> p.m. in my time. It might be what. 747 your time, 8 whatever. At his time, it's like it ain't even noon yet at his time. It ain't even noon yet, so he can chill. Drink some more coffee, Jackie. We'll be back with you because we ain't done with the playoffs yet. MVP time, Brandon. You don't want to give it to nobody but the Joker. Is that right? No, that's not true at all. Who do you got as the MVP? Um, First of all, what does MVP mean to you? To me? What is the award? Is it the best player or is it the player that's most valuable to their team? I don't know what the award is because my man Kobe Bryant only got one, so, huh? That's, yeah, I know. Um, if we're going 
won the best player, it's not the Joker, it's not Embiid. Yeah. It's Giannis. Is, is that? It's easy. And I don't, it's not a question. It's Giannis. Not close. Not close. Not close. Not close. Um, if it's the most valuable to their team, you can make an argument between the Joker and Embiid. Okay. What do you think, Darren? But I'm, I think it's Giannis is my vote for Giannis Embiid. is your vote. Hands down. Yeah. And I don't want to hear Steph Curry, dude. I don't want to hear that. Go ahead. And that's definitely. I'm not going to be that much of a homer. I feel like the NBA put themselves in a tough spot as soon as they. I'm not ripping on Westbrook here, but I'm just trying to yes. they put him as the MVP that year. It's like they kind of put themselves in this weird spot with MVP voting and stuff like that. Where like, okay, now you have Jokic who was the MVP last year as the sixth seed. Well, how can he do better? Well, he's averaging a triple double, yes. and his team is going to. And his team is going to be the number one seed yes. in the Western Conference. It's it's like kind of like I agree with hit. I agree with Brandon, but like I don't think Giannis played sixty two games or something mm. like that. So I don't know. Like it's a weird deal with like the MVP in that regard. I know a lot of people are like it's Embiid, and like even Lillard's like, well, it's because Jokic. We should give it to somebody different. I'm like, really? Like maybe the voters messed up a year ago for giving it to him, but like. Uh, just yeah. give it to the, you know what I mean? Like, he's the number one team in the West, and, he, and he's averaging a triple-double. That's an MVP. That's an MVP well, if I've ever seen one. I will say I agree with a lot what you said, but he's not averaging a triple-double exactly. He ain't there close. exactly. He's close. But just like you said with Westbrook, when he won, when he averaged a triple-double, he averaged a triple-double the next year also, and they didn't give it to him. So, exactly. So, so when, when I look at it is, their arguments were always about the team that was the number one seed. It seems like it's always like the best team on the best, uh, the best player on the best team that had the most wins, right? Right. right. Always, right. That's why they always tried to say, like when Barkley won or Nash won, all these random stuff. The Joker is not even first or second in the, I mean, uh, yeah, Joker's number one in the West, but we already said the top three in the East would probably be better than anybody in the West, Right. Maybe. I think Joker's a better player than Embiid myself. And they didn't play as many games. That's the thing that always makes this weird for me is they didn't play like like then remember they even for the new NBA CBA agreement yeah, I don't know if you yeah. guys saw saw that they, they have to they now have to play like sixty five games or something to be eligible for I like award. that. Who knows? They, you know what I mean? Like who does maybe they'll pull a one quarter deal or something like that to get the last second award or something. But um I agree, I like it too, and I feel like that's part of this voting makes it to help the voters kind of figure it out. I think the NBA is behind the eight ball when it comes to rule changes like the NFL and baseball. What I mean by that is the NFL, using the XFL, they're finding different rules to utilize and enhance, like with the, you know, talking about different things or or um, the challenges, different things. And baseball, doing all the rule changes they're doing. Basketball, I feel like they're not doing enough things to enhance their game. Mm, you think it's too offensive-minded? I think it's, it's way too offensive Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> way too offensive-minded. And it's like, what are you doing about the rest management, the load management, but then you want to incorporate a play-in tournament oh, in the oh, middle of the season. Yeah. You yeah. want to have a season in the middle of a season that you got to qualify for, but you would let people sit down and sit out and all these different things. Like, all that stuff doesn't go together. Baseball realized the game's too slow. We don't have enough offense. So this is what we're going to do. Make the bags bigger so more steals can happen. And we're going to put a clock on it to make the pitches happen in a shorter game. 
they're working on things to make their game better. Basketball, I feel like they're not. What do y'all think? I mean, my thing was like they want that the, the NBA wanted its cake and eat too. Like they want the high scoring game, right? Yep. They want that, but like at the same time, it's like you can't just have guys run into people and get fouls. Like this is yes. absolutely insane. Yeah. That type of crap. You got to at least reward some sort of defensive effort, like at all. Like you, that's the part that they, they've lost this art. Is like that. Like there's no part of defense that even matters. Like they, there's no reward anymore for playing good defense. That's that's where I feel like it's at. And most don't even try anymore. Uh, I'm with you. They're becoming too much like the NFL in that regard. Like that's yeah, how I feel like. Yes. That's why I call the cornerback in the NFL the hardest position in the NFL, just because, like, all the rules are set up for them to fail. Like, there's no, and, so that's how I feel like. For and that's why I want Washington to draft Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback, because it's hard to find those positions. Exactly. You know what I mean? Hell, with a running back, I want that cornerback that is going to be the like hardest the spot to fill. Huh? <laughs> He's like he's probably the third best one. You can get I think one. he's one, dude. I think he's the one. You think he's one over Gonzalez? I think he is. Kid. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's something about like him on two, tape. I love two interceptions it. Interceptions in his career. It's not about interceptions. It's about opportunity. If you can't get interceptions, they don't throw the ball at you. He seems like he'll go to the Steelers. Did Deion Sanders lead the league in interceptions ever? Because they ain't throw the fucking him. ball to him on the side of the field. I mean, right. All right, look, we're gonna finish up. We're gonna finish up with the offseason stuff. I know, Brandon, you said Luca's your favorite player in the league. And you love some Luca. You love some Luca and Kyrie. We know that the Mavericks have enough money to give Kyrie that ultimate max that he wants. That he's gonna wanna have whatever team he wants to. And we just heard Luca talk about losing. Brunson was huge. He publicly said Brunson, losing Brunson was huge while Kyrie's sitting right there. You know what I mean? When I talked about the Knicks, they have enough money to go ahead and get um, Luka. Luka to the Knicks. How big of an impact would that be in the East? Huge, man. But Could they overtake these other teams we're talking about? Yeah. Yes. I think Luka's that good. I think he's 1B number one player in the league behind Giannis. Like, he's right there. Wow. That's how good I think Luke. I think I, that's how good I think he is. Um, but as yeah, somebody... Man, but I don't... You can't let him go. The Dallas can't let him go. They're going to let him go because he's going to want to go. And for somebody that hates uh, Kyler Murray and other players that cry all the time, you love some Luka and that dude be crying! What did he cry about? Crying he, all he, the time! About what? What's he cry about? He cried about every damn thing. He leads the that NBA really in... in, in and technical fouls because he's always crying, dude. You're a Kobe fan. Kobe ain't lead nothing technical fouls. Luca Kobe cried for his fouls too. Yeah, but it was it was way different how he did it. It was way different. But Darren, what do you think? If Luca were to join back with Brunson, could the Knicks make it to the top of the East? Uh, that would definitely put me in. That would definitely put them ahead of the Cavs, like I said earlier. That would definitely put them ahead. But of the Cavs. Bucks, uh, Celtics. Yeah, I think they would definitely. I would say okay, they would definitely jump into the top two yes, discussion right there because you because now you have one of the four best players in the league. How did you have, you a, have a guy that can handle the ball at all costs, yeah. get to anything, okay. and then you have Brunson. Let's say they have Randall available with Mitchell's off offensive rebounding skills. 
Yeah, and I would say the Knicks would definitely be in the top three discussion at that point. I don't. It's hard for me to say they'd be number one because Luca does like every time he he looks like he's like dead every time he's running too. Like yeah, you know, there's some things with Luca as well that like it's hard for me to like. And he complains a lot. Like, yes, and I like Luca. I like Luca. But yeah, this trash year and a half, yo, I feel like he's getting a whole lot of crab, crab baby stuff going on. I don't know. Everybody, is that Jackie Ye right there? That's somebody. I just that's like that's my day. man. He's gonna be on there. I told him he has to wait for a minute because I'm not done with. Oh, he said he got a grande. <laughs> he got a grande. What's that? A big coffee? You said to drink some coffee. Oh, he's drinking drink coffee. coffee. He's he got a coffee and chilling. Yeah. Good. We got beer and chilling. That's what we do over here. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we're not done yet. So, Doc Rivers, Harden's already said he's going to Houston. He's going back to Houston. Why? <laughs> he wants to go back to Houston because he loves the strip clubs there. I mean, we've heard it all. We've heard it all. Doc Rivers is the most overrated coach I've ever seen in my life. He got lucky with the yeah, first geez. with the first um, big three or whatever when they got lucky and beat us in the in the finals and then we came back and whooped their ass. Anyway, and made LeBron change teams and join the super team. Anyway, what does Joel Embiid need, Darren? What does Joel Embiid need to be to where he's going? Because he's been healthy most of the year. Like he hasn't he's been doing good. Like the back to backs, he they're, they're managing him well. He's played well. He could win MVP. It's not Harden. He's got a bench. He's got other players, Maxi. I mean he's got some deep players on the team, what star could help him? We talked about Bradley Beal. We talked about Damian Lillard. Is there anybody that would fit perfectly in your opinion? I think Lillard is the one that sticks out the that's most. That's the one, Because yep. of his range and ability to shoot, the ability yes. to play pick and roll, the, yes. and the inside-out game, the motivation as a as a, somebody that hasn't won yet. Yes. Uh, that would be the guy that immediately sticks out to me. Yes. But who knows what this year will tell. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. he makes a push here. But Lillard, Lillard's the guy, if yes. I'm going to say star power-wise, I, I I would say should join him. I'm with you, too, because they have smaller assets that they can send and whatever else they need to yeah. send. What about you, Brandon? Yeah, you know my feelings. Lillard's up there with Luca. I love Lillard. I love I Lillard, think he's too loyal and stupid and don't stay in Portland. So You think he's going to stay regardless? Yeah, he's just too loyal, and I don't know why, because they haven't helped get him shit the whole time he's been there. Um, yeah, he does need – he may need to change the scenery, man. Maybe Joel needs to just find a new home. Man. Joel's not going to leave. They're not going to let him leave. I know, but, yeah, I mean, you got some decent pieces. Tobias Harris is always an overrated to me. But he's okay. Yeah, but it's okay. He's just not getting – But he's not the number two you know? or three guy no more. I don't even think Harden's a number two guy. So I think you need a wing that could do a little bit of both. Dame. I am with you, Dame. Darren, I think you nailed it. I think it's Dame. I think if Dame came to Philadelphia, Kyrie would be great with Embiid. All right, so since you brought up Kyrie, Kyrie and LeBron be kissing cousins. They love each other. They winking at each other. They are whatever. It's almost a given that Kyrie is going to join the Lakers after this year. Do you think that's enough, Darren, for them to get over the hump to win the West? Because I don't know how much longer LeBron's got. I really don't know how much longer he's got. Anthony Davis can walk two steps and maybe break something. I don't know. You got to pay D'Angelo Russell. What do you think? 
Kyrie's not enough to bring the Lakers over the top. There's more. There's there's more of a like a an issue with them because Anthony Davis is always so injury prone during the season. The most definitely, overrated player in the game. Anthony. I, I mean, I, I'm going to say like three years ago, I always had him as like one through five, right? Like I right? had him there, and then as years went on, but then like eventually, you're like, well, if he's not there, how do you have a one through five? And I just can't put him there anymore. And LeBron. I mean, yes, he is putting up the numbers, but he is looking a little bit more fatigued. He is getting injured, if you do look at what the games he's missing. Injured. Exactly, or whatever he's doing, but he is missing more time. I I can't see Irving putting him over the top, because Irving misses a half a season every year, too. (laughs) But why does he miss half a season? I don't know. He always misses that. Because the world's flat <laughs> and, and fucking everything else is going on. Season, and gremlins are real. And dinosaurs still exist. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Brandon, <laughs> is there anything that can help with that? Should Kyrie stay with the money? I don't think he's coming to us. Um, I, I, would, I would think LeBron joins Dallas before he joins the Lakers. You're saying LeBron joins Dallas? With Luca and Kyrie and Draymond, possibly. Draymond. I read it. I read it out there. They playing it. So I And then his LeBron's son's gonna get gonna drafted to the Mavericks. Son. You know Le- LeBron's gonna play with his son. The NBA Draymond is loving himself some LeBron lately. Yeah. And how is he getting- how is he? Derek. How is yeah. he? LeBron cost him a ring when he kicked him in the dick. And LeBron was like, ah! Because, man, they're setting it up to all be on the same team. And then Bronny, who's not that great, will make the NBA and play with his dad. They will have it work out that way. Mark Dude. my words, they'll be on the same team. I don't care about that. They can lose together. I don't care. They can I don't lose get together. It. I don't get it. My co-host, Tyler, it's literally one of the most perplexing things he actually he he says it better than I. He he does not understand this love affair Draymond has with LeBron. He pisses him off. Because <laughs> they're going to be teammates next year. I don't LeBron, understand it either. Not even that. Just like it's weird. Like that they're competitors, and he's like, I love LeBron. Like he's so good at like, that. Dar- but he doesn't do it towards anybody else. Darren, as a Warrior fan, after seeing the success y'all have had, the the roadblocks y'all have had going against Oklahoma City and Kevin Durant. And then having Durant going against LeBron, all the different, all the different big time storylines y'all had. How the hell do you feel about Draymond Green, who had his personal issues with LeBron, kissing his ass now, but still dogging Kevin Durant all the time? I don't understand it. Why are you? Why? Why? I. I, the Kevin Durant thing's weird. It feels like they have, they had that kind of weird podcast, like a little during the summer. I don't know if you guys heard that. It was kind of like they did this like kind of podcast, and it was just like, "How are you doing? I'm doing good." <laughs> you know, it was like it was just like it was very awkward. Like this, like kind of like weird podcast. Like, oh, now we are good. See everybody. Thank you for you know. It's just like this weird like scripted like deal with them. I don't know, but I. I it's almost like LeBron from a business side gives him more opportunity. That's what it feels like. That's what like, it I'm is. Really honest. That's what it feels like. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So, Brandon, in the West, in the West, if you had to pick one team out of the West, who is it? The Suns. Why? With Durant, I just, I would have not lost yet. And I don't think they're going, I don't see anybody beating that team, man. 
I don't trust the Nuggets. Yeah, would at the Golden all. State win? They all Against them, no, they can't. Golden State's up by thirteen. They can't win on the road. They can't win on the road. Steph's not the same. Steph, he's still great. Clay ain't the same since the injury. No answer for Durant. Nobody has one. Golden State's up by thirteen. The Lakers are by four. Golden State will get the sixth seed. They will play the Kings, and then they're gonna have to play like they're gonna have if to play like win, the Grizzlies. But what I'm saying is they're gonna play the Grizzlies next, and we saw what happened when they played each other before. Golden State will play Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals. What kind of big time storyline is that? Kevin Durant with another super team going to get Steph and Draymond saying. We won without you. We don't need you. I love it. Darren, would you love to see that? Well, you give me that all day. Kevin Durant versus the Warriors. Like, we talk about a big time storyline. That is exactly what that would be. You give me that. That would be the best. The NBA is praying for that. It's going to happen, yo. They'll probably make it happen. They'll probably make it happen. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen big time. We're almost done. We're almost done. Who was your team, Darren? Who's going to win the yep. West? All right, so this is a tough one for me on this one. We know you I ain't going to pick your team. I know. The Warriors, I just don't trust them. I want to pick them. I if you be fucking say Phoenix, team. dude, after we just did that big-time storyline thing, I'm going to be mad. No, no, I can't take. Okay, okay, okay. I think the, the Warriors, the reason with the Warriors is that that's six seed. I feel like if they can get the Kings in that first yes, round, yes, because the, the the Suns play the and ever a lot of people are like well, you're offending Clippers. the Kings. Well, I might be offending the Kings, but the reality is that's the best matchup. Like the they don't play defense, exactly. So that's the best matchup. The Kings play the let's say the Suns play the Clippers. Well, that's a beat me up type of matchup right there. That's a wear me down type of matchup. So then you got that, and then we got the Grizzlies. Well, my God! Well, you look when you talk about a big time mm-hmm. storyline. You got Warriors Grizzlies second round. You know, let's bring it up. Brooks Draymond. At let's least go over under ten technicals. You know what, what's happening in this series? And then from that scared point, of the Grizzlies. Jerry Jackson the is the softest player in the league, next to the big cat in Minnesota. Go ahead. I just think the Warriors have. If they, I feel like if they get that sixth seed, it's over. there is a there is there's more air. There is like this little like oh well here we go we got it, a little chance here I like yes. this and an angry Wiggins oh boy and I, now now Gary Payton the second's coming back off it oh yep. I'm yep. just saying don't forget yep. about the champions don't nope. forget the about the champions, champions. <laughs> what Rudy T say. Never got the heart of a champion. I'm just saying. Well, it looks like the Lakers are going to drop to their nine seed. I don't give a fuck where they drop. They can drop out. What I'm saying is about real teams. About real teams. Golden State versus Phoenix Suns. Western Conference Finals is the biggest big-time storyline we could hope for. And And Boston versus Milwaukee in the East. Is the biggest big time storyline. Those four teams? The Nets and Suns finals is the biggest big time storyline. The Nets Suns? <laughs> yeah, Durant. Versus Durant. <laughs> the Nets. Hey, hey, hey. I don't, somehow they're. 
Oh, damn. They dropped a 10 already? Yeah, because they're booty. That's why. Because they're booty, dude. They're booty. But it was like a 7. Yeah, they was like it when you lost all your damn players. That's why. No, that's the league. Never mind. Guys, I appreciate your time. Appreciate y'all. I know that we had, we could have talked for so much longer. I appreciate both of y'all. Y'all both have great insight. Brandon's my boy. Darren, appreciate you being on, man. You're an awesome person. Awesome yeah. family. Everything. Continue success for your son, Derek. Always in our thoughts and prayers. In Cali, man. Last time I went to Cali, I was in San Francisco, and it was a whole bunch of trash. It was dirty in San Francisco. Do you live near San Francisco? Come out to wine country. Yeah, I had to go to San Francisco a lot. Don't say wine country because my wife's going to be like, yes, let's go to wine country. Because she's an alcoholic. Oh, man, you can leave my house. I can hit like like 100 wineries in like 10 minutes. Don't say that shit, man. Oh, my God. She's going to try to be your best friend now, bro. (laughs) But I prefer Teddy Brewskis. That's the issue with it. But, uh, yeah, I, I... but yeah, no, it's been fun. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's been fun talking sports with you guys. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I've been following you guys for a while. You guys keep it real, like you're, like you guys always do. So thanks for having me on and uh, chatting it up a little bit, talking yeah. a little NBA and stuff like that. One last question before we go: Who makes yeah. the playoffs first, the Raiders yeah. or the A's? Oh, good God! It's got to be the Raiders, right? They, I don't they know. Is it? Is it the Raiders? <laughs> It is. They, the AFC is, is loaded. Is. I feel confident. They're, they're winning the playoffs this year. Hold on. Why do you say that? Eight teams make it. Pretty tough division. There. Tough division. Yeah. And out of the division, you got the Bengals, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets. <laughs> Our defense sucks. I had a beer. I feel a little bit better. That's probably the Raiders. The correct answer is the A's. Is it the A's? You dog the uh, A's no. though, producer. I know, no, I'm no. saying he's correct, and the correct answer is it's because the, it's it's the. A's. Oh, he's still dogging the A's. Oh, screw you! <laughs> if he says the Angels one more time, if he says, <laughs> I I defended the A's. I defended the A's compared to the A's. He has a Mets hat. Hold on, I'm a Mets fan. Don't start. Don't start. I'm a Mets fan. <laughs> Brandon, love you, man. Love you. Thank you for being on, bro. Darren, thank y'all. Relative Sports Talk, episode 164, part two. We about to stay up, producer. You ready? We got dude in Taiwan waiting for us right now. Right now it's it's 12-11, but it's like noon in his spot. He chilling, drinking coffee, and I'm sitting here like, "Ah!" but we're going to learn some new stuff. We're going to got some new stuff coming. Relative Sports Talk, 164, part two. Thank y'all. Appreciate it.